0: Welcome to the Point After Show with Kyle Maurer, Marshall Heslaw, and Ian DeWitt. This is the show where the guys attempt to pick the winners of the weekly NFL games along with some healthy debate about current topics. Let's go. Broncos country. Let's ride. Let's ride. <laughs> Cannot believe the Broncos have one of the longest winning streaks in the NFL. I think it is the active longest. Well, it's active, but throughout yeah. the I'm it's stunning yeah. in general. We were wrong on them. Maybe what was. I don't know. I don't know. What do I really know about the NFL? I know that the Dolphins, the Lions, and the Cowboys are really good at beating crappy teams. That's what I
1: know. All I know is the tush push. That's it. Mm. That's the only thing that I know in this league. That's fair. That's fair. That's fair. Everything else is uh, maybe, most of the time, often, probably... Everything else. It's crazy. Is it it? really? I don't know. It's kind of why I love it. (laughs) Yeah. You know, what else is a maybe? Uh, Participation
0: by hosts of this program. We got things going on, Kyle. Not all of us have six kids we can abandon once a week. Wow. Wow. I got to put it like that. I didn't mean to put it like that. I was trying to make a little joke, and you turned it into a stab. Yeah. I didn't turn it into a – okay, guys, Ian's right. not here today. He Ian's not here, and
1: we're sad, and we miss him.
0: And because of him, I'm not going to have anything to drink through this whole pod. i got to stay laser-focused. Yep, I can't go take a pee because no. I can't have Kyle telling something moderately interesting to nobody. I know. That would be really sad for me. I might Just listeners, just listen for it. <laughs> listen for it. See if you see him here. Yeah, okay. Well, we need to make up for Ian's
1: absence. I'm going to interject with a lot of to-be-fairs. Anytime you're trying to talk and we'll try and spend a lot of time on the lions like at Ooh. least 60% of our conversation.
0: I like that idea. Yeah. Let's go uh last night Kyle and myself and his wife were hot tubbing and we were talking about vinyls, okay? I'm kind of interested in vinyls. My brother gave me a vinyl record player and I'm kind of interested in like <laughs> what the first few albums would be I would yeah. get. You guys in your early Christmas gifts. It's not, that one wasn't a Christmas, that's just because I'm, he's getting rid of it. Would you like it?
1: Oh, that was my understanding it was your early. Oh, no.
0: Not, Kyle hates the fact that I give Christmas gifts a little early. I'm just so excited.
1: I know, it's, okay. Like, I have a friend
0: who loves Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Tommy gave me a flag that says, turtles don't do drugs. It's like a vintage flag, super nice. Nice. I hung it up in his office over the weekend today, walked into school. He was on cloud nine. you know what? I'm glad that I got to do that and didn't have to wait till Christmas. When I couldn't see his reaction. That's fair. I'm not waiting. Okay. So uh, based on that, we talked about our top nine. Yeah. You know, other podcasts do top tens. We do top nines. Right. Um. So let the record show we have nine albums. Not 10, not 11, not 12, not 13 or 14. Yeah. Or eight, nine. Do you want to do nine, nine, count down to one back <sighs> yeah, and yeah, forth? Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. I'm going to go number nine. I got the Hamilton soundtrack. Love it. As soon as I saw that on yours, I wanted to steal it. Yeah, I'm not throwing away my shot. That's just easy.
1: (laughs) Go ahead, Kyle. You're amazing. Number nine, I've got the self titled
0: Nickel Creek album, their debut. You're going to, by the way, listeners, I hope you see how different our music taste is because on our drive in today, Guilty Admission, he was playing a Pink Floyd song. I had no idea who it was, what it was. I thought Pink Floyd was a person. I never thought that Pink Floyd was a band. Um, number eight for me, the cool Lupe Fiasco. Love it. Tommy and, no, Tommy know and it. Jamie and I would play that all the time in the car. Love it. I do not even know that. Number okay. eight. Number eight, I'm going the self-titled Smash Mouth album. Uh, I'm giving. Yeah. Smash Mouth, I love. I mean, I was
1: introduced to them in their Astro Lounge breakout, and I love that. But my favorite is the is their follow-up, Smash Mouth.
0: While this is number seven for me, it's the first vinyl I'm purchasing, Casey Musgraves' Golden Hour. I know all 13 songs could probably hit 95% of the words on every song in the album. That's great. Wow. Love Casey Musgraves. Country artist. Uh,
1: that's incredible. Okay. Uh, number seven, I'm going way back to my first ever cassette tape that I was wow. given on, I want to say, like my uh, 11th How birthday. How many listeners
0: know what a cassette is? Uh,
1: this, I want to say, like, my 10 or 11th birthday, a friend of mine gave me and this is in my Christian music days, oh. uh, Newsboys, Take Me to Your Leader. Wow. So shout out youth group, friends, and homies from the
0: 90s. Newsboys and DC Talk, I was, that's what I okay. was all about. Okay. Uh, I got Sab Rock, John Mayer, more recent, his most recent album. I love that album. Wow. Just hits. Remarkable. Okay. We're down to number six. I'm going the Marshall Mathers
1: LP. Wow. Not Eminem. Marshall, it's a good name. I mean, it was it was my gateway. I remember being at a friend's house and MTV came on, and that started playing, and I it was everything. Time stopped.
0: I said, "What is this?" And uh, and life was never the same ever since. My first R and B album I ever listened to is my number five, Fame. Chris Brown, love the whole album. It's one of the first albums I remember purchasing. Wow! Like I, I bought it at Best Buy. I remember that. Yeah. Okay, number five. I'm going Metallica, Ride the Lightning. Another admission, I could not tell you a single Metallica song. Don't they play Enter Sandman? Yes, they do. Oh, I know that one. Okay, but that's only because I watched wrestling as a kid. Right. (laughs) Uh, Number four, special place in my heart. The only concert I've ever been to in my life. Kanye West, what? Donda. I
1: didn't actually know that. Yeah. Only concert. I
0: went to. A, That's a
1: big concert. That's Soldier Field, man. You
0: know, I went with a friend to temp, uh, The Temptations at Jackson College. I don't really count it because Otis was the only one alive, and we were the youngest people by 40 years when we went to it. Okay, so okay. I don't really count going to Jackson College as a concert, but, yeah. Kanye West saw him at Soldier Field in Chicago. He burned his house on fire to end the set pretty epic. Yeah, that sounded like a show to remember. Number four? Number four, I'm going Country
1: Grammar by Oof. Nelly.
0: Is that the one with Tim McGraw over and over again?
1: No, no, no. That was later.
0: Oh, I just yeah, love this that. This is a real oh breakout. My gosh. Oh, my gosh. What's the best song on there?
1: Uh, the best song on Country Grammar? That, you're putting me on the spot. It's uh, not Grills.
0: Uh, just kidding. No, <laughs> no I know Grills isn't on there. Oh, no, Yep, all, got them yellow, got them purple, got them red. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. Uh, that. Uh, you chew on it. Let me ri- think of it. Probably Ride With Me is like the... The big hit, but I love E.I. and Batter Up.
0: Yeah, uh, Number three, Coloring Book, Chance the Rapper. Love Chance the Rapper, Asa Rapper. That is a great album. Probably got like seven or eight songs that I think could be a really good karaoke hit. Yeah. Uh, number pretty three. Good, pretty good.
1: I go 10 Day is the best, Chris, yeah. uh, well, uh, Chance the Rapper. Some of us are
0: right and some of us are wrong. All right, and
1: all right, that's fine. Well, that's that's fine. why my I made my three, list. My number three is definitely going to be uh, waking the Fallen by Avenge Sevenfold. I
0: couldn't name you a single wow. thing off of there.
1: Wow, it was, this was before they got signed by a major record label and they stopped screaming in their songs. Uh, when the, back when they were amazing, and they're still good. I'm, I'm hoping our alive. music,
0: by the way, hits somebody. Like it, we are casting such a large net. We need to hit some people. We need to be able to hit We've our got. listeners at least with one of these.
1: Yeah, shout us back at this number two for you. What is it?
0: black and blue backstreet boys that's nice i remember having that cd in my nana's car and it was the one album besides like kenny rogers that i would listen to in her car and we would blare the crap out of that that's incredible loved it yeah it's Lo- and i love backstreet boys they're just they are the number 1 boy band and sink hold my beer
1: I'm not going to disagree with you with that. Not
0: right? even. And if you say it differently. You don't actually. Come to, to the podcast. You need <laughs> to write us. <laughs> come to the podcast. I'm going to fight you. All right.
1: That's right. Number two for me, Elephant by the White Stripes. Wow. White Stripes, local band, changed everything for local me. Local band? Yeah, they're, they're from local? Detroit. They're from
0: Detroit. Gosh. All right. Parma claiming Detroit. I love it. Incredible. Uh, uh, my number one, it's the album, I, I Can Just Let Play. Uh, there's very few albums I could let just start anywhere. It's like how you watch a movie, and you could no matter where the movie's at, you're watching it. Mm-hmm. You're happy. You'll stop what you're doing and just watch it. That's how I am with this album. Take care by Drake. It's my uh-huh. number one Drake. Love Drake. Mm-hmm. Love the Drake. Mm-hmm. You love the Drake. Drake's great. Love the Drake. Drake is Drake's great. Oh yeah. Love the Incredible. Drake. Seinfeld's skit. Um, but this is the album for me that was just. I remember it in college. I remember it freshman yeah. year, just driving around, listening to it, just yeah. taking extra laps around the city to finish the album. Yeah, just it, it's got a special place in my heart. Number one for you. Number one, Graceland by Paul Simon. I don't think I can name you a Paul Simon song.
1: My goodness, hit me with one. You could, you know, just like me Simon one. and Garfunkel songs.
0: You know, know, like here's you, Mrs. Head?
1: Robinson. And oh yeah. You know, like uh, you know all the.
0: For How good they are, you can't you know, name it. Uh, Cecilia,
1: you know, you're breaking my heart.
0: Don't go breaking my heart. No, that
1: that's Elton John. No, <laughs> uh, gosh. Uh, let, if, Graceland is a magical, isn't that Elvis's wife? Masterpiece, or no, that's
0: where he lived. Yes, yeah, the, his uh property in Memphis, mm. right? Yeah, anyway, great opening segment right there. I hope for the people at home that listen to the 10 minutes of our music right now, they're like. I really want to listen to these guys without Ian? Uh, no, I know. What would Ian's have been? It would have been like longer. One, like. It would have been longer with him. Well, we wouldn't have done 10. I want to do five. Listeners out there were done after three minutes of this. They've been pressing skip 30 seconds forward. Um, we got to go up to our mailbag. I don't know why. I don't want to know what Ian would have done. He'll yeah. tell us later. Something emo, I'm sure. Um, no commish report. Miss you, commish. What's up with that? Thanksgiving off. Who do you think you are? First question comes from Eric Giannizio. Two things for the pod. Baltimore is the worst 9-3 team that I've seen in a while. And the Jets are way further away from the Super Bowl than you would think with Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> and by the way, he spelled Rodgers R-O-J-E-R-S. <laughs> finds a new way to spell it every time. They are the second worst team and possibly the worst coach team by someone not named Staley <laughs> in the NFL. Holy moly. Uh, the, Gee. The Jets. I'm, gonna, the fire. I'm skipping ahead to my segment right now. Uh, just the I didn't know that was a thing award goes to the Jets. They threw a pick six Hail Mary.
1: This is incredible, you guys. I've
0: never. It's really. Do you think it's harder to do the kick six for Auburn and Alabama many years ago or this? This is really hard. Yeah. Pause. Um. It. I can't. Imagine having a a Hail Mary turn into a big six and by the way, obviously just broke uh uh Boyle's ankles. Oh my Just abs – I mean, he's an old man falling on the on into like the water. You guys, yeah.
1: Yeah, this is this has gotta be one of the things. If we could replay this season in a single play to future generations, twenty twenty three, it's
0: the epitome of what the Jets are this year.
1: Yeah, it's got to be the most memorable memorable play. It's got to be. Gotta I be. I mean, Rogers bursting his Achilles allegedly. Okay, okay, uh, that's that's pretty special. But still, it was this special. is this is emblematic of the end of the Belichick era.
0: I uh, think Belichick. How's that got to do with Belichick? Oh. We're moving I, on. Yeah, I, We're moving. I'll tell now. you one part that I'll say about this, G. I'm not even going to let Kyle talk about it. Just <laughs> okay, I, take the L. Yeah, I was, um, I was the Jets The Jets are – their offensive coordinator is uh, Nathaniel Hackett. Oh, G, you talked about last week kind of him not getting any of the blame. I really listened to the Dolphins in Jets game. They didn't talk about Nathaniel Hackett at all. I don't think I heard his name unless it was uttered with Aaron Rodgers. Like – there's zero blame going to him. I have never seen a team that's like this. Mm. It, oh. Unless it's like okay. a Brian Kelly led saying. offensive team where he's doing all the wrong offensive plays and blames it on the wrong people. Like it it's very surprising. And honestly, I've not heard anybody say that the Baltimore Ravens are the worst 9 and 3 team.
1: I don't even know where that's coming from. What's what's the basis for this?
0: I mean, they kind of played a little sloppy yesterday with the Chargers. They won 20-10. to 10. They had two okay. touchdowns only from Zay Flowers. Like, I think their defense is one of the things that travels more than anything. Yeah. They shut down Keenan Allen and Austin Eckler yesterday for the right. first half. I don't think they played that great the second. But, like, okay. I haven't heard that from anybody. So, I guess, gee, uh, n- next week, let's see how well they do. And then I mean, see yeah. what you really think. Because, I mean, you're looking at it like Baltimore, you know, next week. Who, who do they got next week? I don't know. But,
1: like, how many teams are going to have, a, like, a fiery offense if you take away a wide receiver one, tight end one, and running back one from the team? Like, how effective is your offense going to still be? They still have a pretty effective offense in spite of that. Yeah. And, and an incredible defense. I mean, Tell me, I'm wrong.
0: They're on a bye next week, so <laughs> they're going to beat Bye next week. Yeah, <laughs> I, I think it's stunning because I love Lamar, uh, I love their team. I like the fact I don't like that Andrews got injured, but he definitely has made this team look a little bit differently. So, G, you come with some facts next week, uh, talking about these Ravens before yeah, you just say to me they're the, what
1: you don't what you don't like.
0: You're it, talking to two stands of Lamar Jackson that we've been fighting Ian for the last three years about Lamar. So we're just. Uh, he, we need yeah. more information. So I know,
1: and actually, we—I mean, Ian has not been attacking Lamar or the Ravens this season. So gee, well, he if, thought he was going to be a lion. If, that's if, if why if G here wants to step into that seat oh. and face the brunt of our fire, like we'll, <laughs> Marshall and I will load up. <laughs>
0: I'll get the ammo ready. I'll yeah. just—I'll get something moderately interesting for next week. Get and ready because we ready. will
1: come for you, G.
0: We will come for you. Our next question. This is—I just want your really quick take on this, okay? Ryan Gates writes in. If the Packers win four more games this year, Jordan Love is MVP, no doubt.
1: <laughs> four more games. Uh, well, considering up next they have the Chiefs, and they've got a pretty challenging schedule after that. And considering this is the like the youngest offense in the NFL, uh, there's a there's you would a, agree with them. There's an argument. I would four more wins. Come on, that would take them to what a nine-win team. A,
0: Nine and six, yeah. No, 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 what if they won five of their last six? Uh, and they're 10 and seven. uh, There's a chance, (laughs) there's a chance. I don't know, Joe. I don't know, Marshall. Yeah,
1: but that would that would be so fun if suddenly even if he's in the conversation, even if he's even if we're like whispering about it, which I'm not.
0: It was a bit scary seeing him play well again. I was like, I thought. they can't keep doing this. It's like Aaron uh Aaron Paul Jesse Pinkman the meme from Breaking Bad looking up at the ground just or looking up at this guy yeah. saying he can't keep winning. Yeah. He can't keep doing this. That's what I feel about the Packers winning. Like that's how I felt about the damn Moon defeating uh, the Lions. For right. those of you that don't know, the Lions apparently are zero and eight when the moon is a certain phase. Right. And then waxing gibbous. I something. saw <laughs> I saw amazing memes after they lost. It was like Lions fans looking at the moon after this. It's just somebody pointing a gun at the moon. Yeah. <laughs> I just <laughs> I thought it was so funny. So
1: it is pretty sad.
0: Uh, next one. We're gonna stay on Lions for a sec. Is Jameson in a funk, or is there a good enough sample size to know that he is just not good? Oh, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> okay, great answer. Next question. <laughs> I was hoping you have something. I I'll say that Come I think on. uh Jameson has he has so much pure talent that you have to ride it out. And they invested a lot in him and they took a whole year off of him. Right. Uh that you can't really scrap him this early. Um, I'd be interested to see I mean, what's their offensive coordinator's name? Ben Johnson. Yeah. If he can't get Jamison to uh a, in a great breakout game, how could he? Maybe their offense just isn't meant to do that for receivers. So um, he's got enough talent that you'd, he's not worth giving up on right now, Elliot. Um, next question comes from Justin Matson. Justin Madsen, uh texted me earlier today and said, I haven't heard this. This is two people in a row. The Ravens are a top three most hated team for me. What? And I said, what? Can you, like, explain that? And he said... I had a friend growing up who decided his favorite team would be the Baltimore Ravens, since they had the best defense on Madden 06. (laughs) He talked and talked about how the Ravens won the Super Bowl in 2000 and the Vikings hadn't won anything. The way he talked about the Ravens made me hate them forever, especially since he has zero ties to the franchise other than a video game. Meanwhile, my family is from Minnesota, and we actually immigrated from Sweden, a Scandinavian country, hence the love of the Vikings. I never really knew that about Justin, so okay, kind of throws another wrinkle in uh, the love of our listener for their team. It's not like I could say, like you know, I'm from where Lions are from, and that's why I moved to Michigan. Sure. and root for the Lions. Yeah, I get it. I love it. Yeah. So, Justin, that's cool. I I just haven't heard a lot of people say I hate the Ravens. Like it's like saying you hate the Cincinnati Reds. Like most most people just don't think about hatred in in them.
1: Uh, I. I've heard it from my friends who live in um, AFC North.
0: Okay, City. but that's different being inside, like, Pittsburgh. Duh, you're going to hate them because they Ray Lewis allegedly murdered somebody back in the day and got to keep playing. Right. And then almost killed people every other day on the football field. <laughs> so, yeah, I would get that too. Justin, it's cool to hear that little story about you, and I think that that's something we will keep an eye on. <laughs> Next question comes from Tim DeWitt. Can you read that one for me there, Kyle?
1: Tim DeWitt writes, Just watched Bye Bye Barry, uh, the documentary I want to say That's on what, Amazon Prime?
0: Amazon Prime. Yeah. Uh, Hashtag on, sponsor us.
1: Thoughts on the news that Joe Montana wanted to be a lion, and they said no. I just don't I buy say it. you're lying to me. Thank you're you. lying to me right now.
0: Thank you. I watched the doc, and uh, personally... I think that's one of those things they throw into a doc to, like, draw attention, give it the clip, talk the social media stuff. Like, I just don't buy that. And I I do buy that the Lions wouldn't pay him or wouldn't go after him because the Lions wouldn't do any of that kind of stuff. That's an interesting take, but I'm not sure I buy the concept of any of us talking about
1: sports or in sports fandom reading too much into – Passing comments and alleged stories. Those—that's what
0: first take uh, is made for. The Lions haven't been on first take all year, and I'm they did a, for this.
1: I'm, I'm making a sarcastic joke, Doofus. Oh, sorry. yeah. Come on. It's—it's mean, that, that, it's what we do, is take it. a small. Let me edit this. Hold on, hold of a on. Passing comment or a hint or a rumor. Hold on. You
0: ready? Welcome to the Point After Show. All right. Keep with it down, I'm just kidding.
1: Yeah. <laughs> we take any rumor or hint or whiff or like miss quote in the NFL, and then we explode it into a plethora of conversations and analyze it from every possible direction and talk about it ad nauseum. It's
0: yeah. like, let's talk about Bill Belichick potentially getting fired so that we don't need to talk about the fact that they're probably tanking.
1: Well, yeah, I, 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 that could be the case. I mean, he's the GM, too.
0: So he <laughs> only Williams, has to tell hello. himself.
1: Hey, <laughs> self. I think I want a good draft pick this year.
0: Our co-host, Ian DeWitt, wrote in, as far as I'm concerned, no game on the Lions schedule is safe anymore. You guys have your confidence in them shaking at all? News, uh, wait, uh, spoiler alert, Lions are my lock of the week. Whoa! My Let's faith, go. My faith is unshaken. Okay. <laughs> is that the Kyle pick there, though? Like where you pick them and you're like, now, by the way, Kyle has picked three locks in a row. All three of them have lost the last three weeks. That's like pay, taking like <laughs> these are guaranteed to win. Like, there's no way this team's gonna lose. And they all lost. three of them have lost yeah, the last yeah. three weeks. I'm on a
1: hot streak. Yeah. So
0: you're hoping that this breaks, or you're saying, eh, take this, Ian.
1: <laughs> no, I want the li- the Lions to win. Okay. I'm, okay. Yeah, I'm I'm excited for them. This is, I mean, I've also never seen this in my life. The Lions team performing like this. I love Dan Campbell. I love this. This ragtag squad that they've rag-tag.
0: assembled. When do we ever describe anything as ragtag besides football teams? I don't know. Have you ever, like, walked in the grocery store, seen, like, a couple walking down, and you're like, that's a ragtag couple right there? I
1: feel like it's used to describe some sort of, like, superhero ensemble movies. Oh. Maybe. Maybe. You know, like, uh, Suicide Squad type, uh, you know, or, or that one uh, with the... Anyway, I can't think of the name of
0: these Totally, <laughs> Totally. Remember the Titans?
1: Yeah, like the kick-ass movie. Oh. Was that it? Was that the one that had, like, Nicolas Cage in it? And yeah, were, like, yeah, yeah. Jim Carrey's kids. in it. Oh, he is, man. Classic. Okay, whatever.
0: Ian, uh, my confidence is not shaken. I still see them as being a far playoff What was the tier. one
1: that Ben Stiller was in?
0: Oh, Secret Life of Walter Mitty.
1: No, the superhero oh, movie. Oh, um. Where he's, like, the guy who just gets angry, and it's just, it's like this goofy off of a superhero movie. You oh, Tropic about? Thunder. No.
0: Goodness gracious.
1: Oh. Ben Stiller's in a Super Night game. of the
0: Museum. Night of the Museum. Superheroes. Mm-hmm. Never mind. Never okay. mind. Um, Addison <laughs> DeWitt. The listeners are screaming. Right Addison now. DeWitt, we're going to wait on your question because my brother has a question first. <laughs> okay. yeah, right. Jamie Hassel writes in two questions. With Stroud passing for 300-plus in four straight games, the first rookie to ever do that, will Kyle admit that he is a, an elite quarterback this year? No. No? Next question. Not a chance. What gets somebody elite? Can you give me like three thresholds that they need to meet to be elite? Elite? Uh, let's see. Because you quickly greatness? gave me no. So it has to be overtime. I can't say elite this year.
1: Mm, not – I mean, it, 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 that's, that's kind of a stretch of the term. Yeah. El, I mean, yeah. You know, elite performance for a season, You can you can put it that way.
0: Daniel Jones you know? last year elite. No. Oh, no. that was supposed to be a – Sorry, no. that's awkward. Bad producing today. No, Ian, I blame it on him. So just no, no. That that's it, it, Jamie, so he's got to do Jamie it for three. More, he's got to do it for three more years. A rookie quarterback is elite. No, I'm saying no. Okay, okay. Also, get out, get out of here. Also, from Jamie, is it just a formality at this point that McDermott gets canned? Refs determined the game last night with the Bills and Eagles, but the Bills still let the Eagles do whatever they wanted on offense, which. He play calls for their defense. Right. Give us your take. Is it
1: just a formality?
0: I yeah. think he's going to be fired by I the year.
1: Yeah, I think he, prob- he probably will. Yeah, this is a franchise with high expectations of rabid fans. It's,
0: Let this sink in. The Colts right now have the same record as the Bills, and the Colts are in the playoffs and the Bills are not.
1: If the playoffs started today, the Annapolis Colts are in. Bills are out. Crazy. That's,
0: that's a joke. It's crazy. But it's real. It is, and they have a very, very ragtag schedule coming up, Kyle. Yeah, it's going to get rough.
1: Like, he, I mean, that's the thing. I, it's, I, I can't even – I don't even really want to talk about the Bills.
0: All right, good. We'll move on to our last question from Addison. Bills and Eagles game was amazing. <laughs> think the Bills can still make a run? <laughs> no, I think I think done. if
1: they play like they did yesterday, they will win more of the games yeah. than they – then they don't. Yeah, I would like, agree with looking that. Looking at their upcoming schedule, like, it really took a lot. It took. It went into overtime, did it not? hmm It really took the Eagles. They
0: saw a 59-yard field goal in the rain.
1: That's what the Eagles needed to do to win. And I think And the Bills went most, down and kicked
0: a field goal, and then the Eagles come down and score a touchdown. Right. Like, that's great meets, so meets good.
1: if the Bills continue to play at
0: that level, they will win most, if not all, of the rest of their games. They got a very tough schedule, dude. <laughs> Their only game that I looked at was like check it as a win would be New England, and you know how much New England likes they to just, like just win just, random games against teams that are good when they suck. There's still a there's a very real chance. There's a very real chance they
1: just took the best team in the NFL into overtime and were inches away from basically
0: coming home with a W. Guys, speaking of New England, two of the lowest scoring teams in the NFL played against each other, the Giants. And the Patriots. Yeah. 17 points combined. 10-7 to win for the Giants. (laughs) It's the first time the Giants have beat New England since Bill Belichick was a coordinator. He was a coordinator. Dang. Wait, you mean excluding the Super Bowls? Yeah, they're not at New England in any of those. So, at New England, they have never lost to the Giants. yeah, Yeah, correct. And the last time they did was when... He was a coordinator for the Jets. So roll that back a little bit. It's kind of crazy to, That's to think amazing.
1: about. It's the first time also ever that he's lost to a team that had the lowest scoring offense wow. in the league. Uh, that is pathetic.
0: Very. Bill, enjoy the projects you're going to be every, looking at. Them, every sir.
1: week, it's, it's like when you go into the store and you see every like Cheez-It or Cheeto Pub or it's White Cheddar. And every, every chip is like, new, now with more cheese. And every New England game is like,
0: new, rock bottom. No, I have a better analogy. Now with
1: even sadder statistics and worse records. Nope, I have a better.
0: The, okay. You know, you go to Black Friday and you, like, look and you go, oh, my gosh, for $28, I could get that? Then you, like, pull the tag and it's $28 4 days ago before Black Friday. That's what the Patriots are. Don't sell us on this team of we have these you know this coach that does everything. I didn't buy you last week. Why would I buy you now? You have there's no improvement that's happened amongst this team. There's no basis that I would want this team. They're just fraudulent. Aha, Kyle. It's been fraudulent. 27 minutes and I said fraud. Wow. That's a while for me. Okay. Thank you.
1: Which rock bottom is better, theirs or the rock shanties bottom from song.
0: Oh, mm. which is better? Yeah,
1: <laughs> which is the better? Which is the the, the summer shanties song? Rock bottom. Thank you, thank you. Summer
0: shanties, by the way, is a band that Kyle is in. Shout out to one of the listeners that is in the band. Yay! Um, our next segment. Uh, I already gave my award time. Do you have something mildly interesting this week? We're going to have a shorter pod today, guys. We're going to kind of run through this real quick. Totally fine. Let's let's read By the some... way, before we move on, I need to just mention Dolly Parton is like 95,000 years old, and she was wearing a Cowboys cheerleading uniform. Keep that for the dark web. Don't throw that on NBC. Wow. We don't need to see that. Wow. Thank you. Go what ahead, Kyle. Dolly, what a legend.
1: Uh, I want to read some excerpts from old Newspapers. I wish they had like some timey-wimey music to intro this segment, but in lieu of that, we will just dive into a couple clippings that I pulled from way, 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 way back. uh, You ain't got an old newspaper article? (laughs) I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm joking. This first article is from the. Oh, what's what's this newspaper even called? The Career Herald in Kenwick, Washington, mm. 1949.
0: Whew. All right, short, hit me with it. Short that.
1: article by Herb Altschul.
0: Shout out to Herb.
1: Pro Grid Loops Finally Merge. Philadelphia, December 9th. Okay, so we're coming up on Christmas. Yeah, uh, uh, 74 years. Uh, Professional football's four-year war was settled across a conference table today. The All-American Conference merged into the National Football League, (laughs) thus ended one of the most costly wars in the history of athletics. Losses to club owners soared to upwards of $2 million in the protracted battle for players and attendance. The new league is to be called the National American Football League, the NAF, It is to be made up of 13 teams, the complete 10-club NFL, and the three from the fledgling AAC. Fledgling? Nobody said so at the hastily summoned press conference at which the report was flashed, but the merger unquestionably is a victory for the older NFL, which fought for four years to drive the AAC out of business. Interesting. Not something that I even knew about this AAC kind of startup uh, American football-style professional league, that was squashed and merged into the NFL in 1949.
0: Fledgling? Didn't know that was a word.
1: (laughs) There's another article that I wanted to read you. uh, This kind of, this one intrigues me, and I kind of, like, want to, it's the kind of thing that could go into a larger discussion, and, like, see, (laughs) comparing the different times that we're in um, and what the NFL has grown into is kind of a fascinating case. So this is a, a legal story. Sports TV case goes to court by Ralph Bernstein. This is in the Key West Citizen, January 26, 1953, page six. The hotly disputed issue of how much television in sports goes to court today in a case that could settle the question once and for all. The government opens its antitrust suit in U.S. District Court here, charging the National Football League's television policy violates the Sherman antitrust law. This case will be watched by sports promoters, both professional and amateur, throughout the nation. The National Collegiate Athletic Association is vitally interested in the outcome, as its restricted TV football program could be the next government target. Blah, blah, blah. Grim is hearing the case without a jury, although the judge's decision will have an important bearing on the final outcome, blah, blah, blah. The case has magnified in importance because the growth of television to the point where sports promoters claim it has hurt their attendance. Even professional baseball, heretofore a leading advocate of live TV in their parks, recently set up a committee to make a new study of television and its effects. Should the NFL lose all the way down the line, it is not exaggeration to say that television could find it difficult to do business with sports. The NFL, for example, might give up TV completely. Commissioner Burt Bell says TV hurts the gate if shown in a city where a league game is being played. The government contends the NFL violates the Sherman Act by setting up a rule which prohibits broadcasting and or televising games in competition with another game being played or televised in a certain city. It goes on and on a little bit like this, but you kind of get the idea about this suit, which essentially has to do with uh, uh, a case being brought against the NFL and... uh,
0: has to do with their Could you imagine the NFL the government looking at NFL and saying we can't have this on television?
1: Right, like, like the, rise the NFL of TV. has the
0: number like probably one through like 50. I bet they probably have like 40 of the number one most watched programs. Correct. Yeah. Like in not even close. Yeah. Like the other 10 are probably like NBA finals game 7s. Exactly. Other sporting event like a live television of pays. all the other
1: sports, you know, whatever it is. Yeah, you know, some Olympics and some whatever, uh, but yeah, like this is crazy. Setting up a, a study to investigate the effect of TV on attendance
0: because really attendance of these games is prioritized. Imagine the keep. Okay, so like NFL, like stadiums will have like forty. How many people can fit in uh, most stadiums? Oh, it's got to be around like fifty thousand. I think okay. some of them. I was going to say like 70,000 70, maybe. Imagine the. Rate you're getting, or just what you're getting for the net of the door, compared to the TV deal these places are getting right now. The Big Ten's handing out forty million a year to these pro to these teams that keep losing money like Rutgers. Right, and you right. say that you want the, I mean, what, right, three hundred thousand uh, dollars? Three, no, uh, uh, something. Yeah, yeah is my it's, point. It's, it's, I mean, like. To look at that and say forty million compared to like okay you got two mil from the door right so this is this is again nineteen fifty
1: three we're at seventy years ago uh, the they were concerned about the effect that TV could have you know, jeopardizing their profits uh, for attendance to these games and uh, I, I'm I'm fascinated I would love to like read the follow up stories and understand how this unfolded and just look at the parallels like how this unfolded. Uh, over decades and decades of where we're at today, where where it is, as you said, the dominant program that exists on television, it's the juggernaut, and stunning. And, like it has been a win for television and a win for the sport to fully embrace television, uh, not try and restrict it, other than the restrictions uh, outlined here, which are you know what can be broadcast in yeah. certain
0: regions. Well, so. I mean, I still get pissed that I can't watch the Pistons play. I got to have Bally Sports, but we'll talk about that another week. I know. It's super weird. Uh, can you give me a quick fantasy update just from you? I had a come from behind win ah, to take down the Thane. Old comeback. Thane
1: and I had a rematch, if, as you may recall, in week one. I was almost guaranteed to destroy him until that Monday night game
0: in which the Cowboys' defense came up big against the Giants. And is that, it the fifth or sixth pick six that Brand has had yeah. for the Cowboys? <laughs> he has one less touchdown than Zach Wilson had all year passing.
1: Unbelievable.
0: These stats are so funny. They're so funny.
1: So Thane and I had a rematch, and this time I crushed him. He is very disappointed in Cooper Cup, his first-round pick, and I am not disappointed in my first-round
0: pick, Christian McCaffrey, who is money in the bank. Speaking <laughs> of disappointing, Thane, I have wrote in his notebook at work, uh, on his desk every week asking for a question for our pod. Do you not love us, Thane? What's your deal? I know. I thought we had something. We don't, apparently. No. I guess I'm just dead to you. Must watch game of the week. Speaking of death, 49ers. <laughs> they they cause a lot of death on teams. Uh, they beat the Seahawks down on Thanksgiving night. No yeah. question about it. They yeah. play the Eagles. That's Eagles, nice. pretty impressive team, minus having two false start uh, penalties against Jason Kelsey for moving his hand incorrectly right, and kind of squatting. Did you hear kind of the conversation that that brought up, Kyle? No, I didn't. A lot of NFL players are talking about how if there's 100 people on the field, 25 of them are probably pissing their pants while playing. And the, they have been saying that they think Jason Kelsey needed to use the restroom, and that's why he was moving a lot while he was shaking. Wow. You think 25% of people are pissing themselves on the sideline? <laughs> Could you imagine like you're going for the fumble and you're like, get off me, I'm ping! to get people away from you. This is just kind of the, a weird conversation I heard that I'm like, I didn't ever thought that that, I would never think that that's a thing. But yeah. literally very common, well-known Joe Thomas, uh, former offensive lineman for the Browns. He's like, yep, that happens. Wait a bit. <laughs> He's like, the weird thing is it's the same 25% every game. And I'm like, this is just really uncomfortable. So yeah. uh, 49ers-Eagles, that's a game that if you're watching one game, that's the one. Yeah. Uh, we don't have picks for Ian uh, this week, but me, Kyle and I are just going to go real quick back and forth. My lock of the week is Dallas. Dallas over Seattle. Mm-hmm. Primetime Thursday night football. I just I think something's the matter with Geno. I re- legitimately think he's hurt. And... I think the, that their defense is going to feast on him in prime time, which is really weird to say out loud as a sentence. It's possible, but I'm counting on a comeback from this
1: guy. And He's getting an extra couple days rest because okay. they played the Thursday game. So did Dallas. Yeah, I know. Uh, they actually
0: have four hours more.
1: I'm, I'm hopeful. I'm hopeful. I mean, I'm not that optimistic, but like, I'm, I'm picking them because that's who I want to win.
0: Okay, <laughs> I, <laughs> You really know what? Say, I
1: like you picking with your heart. They've got a hard schedule ahead. I feel like that they have lost their chance to enter the playoffs, and they have to actually beat a couple of these winning teams in order to have
0: a chance still. In your lack of the week you already talked about earlier, remind the people. The Lions are going to take out the Saints. I'm going back to the well here. All right, get the fishing pull out. How about your upset pick?
1: My upset pick, I am stupidly choosing the Panthers again. Listeners may recall I chose Carolina last week, I think. And, uh, no, actually, uh, that was anyway, I chose Carolina to win. It wasn't my upset pick, but, uh, they lost cause they
0: suck. The only time you picked them as the upset, they beat the Houston Texans. <laughs> yeah, that's for their only one, for their win.
1: only win. So I'm going back and they're going to get their back second to the well So I might because say, cause it's a bounce back. Uh, it's a, uh, new coach, uh, bump. So we oh, saw, it I, for... love it. I like this pick though. right. See, it worked for the Raiders fired. Who? What's his name? Uh, Frank Reich. Oh, Frank. Yeah, so he's gone. He's gone. The second uh, midseason coach firing this year. Last year, I only remember one, if I recall. I don't remember that being two. Um, so these these teams are not waiting till the end of the season and part ways with a, with a losing team. Brandon Staley, watch out, because uh, uh, these guys are out. And I expect the Panthers to uh, celebrate with their new coach
0: next week and take down the Buccaneers. My upset pick, if you have Mike Vrabel at home as an underdog, you take Mike Vrabel and the Tennessee Titans. They are going to beat the Indianapolis Colts. Probably. It's a pretty locked-in situation there. Oh, Anything yeah. uh, you want to leave off with before? Just, uh, I want you to just tell the listeners, just send them a little message, Kyle.
1: A little message. I love you, dear listeners. Justin Matson, we care about you.
0: <laughs> the first person I love that you mentioned yeah. is just by, by name.
1: We do care about you. We have empathy for you. <laughs> Tim DeWitt, thank you for sometimes tuning in for the great content that you send. The Reedsmas, I adore you both. You're so sweet. Welcome back from your family trip to Disney. Aww. Oh, gee. When do you wish, I it don't know, gee, about your takes. Every time, like I, I'm not sure I can get on board with literally anything that you ever write us. But I'm glad you send it in. Cause it makes for the show to be so much more fun, Ian. Our co host, we, we love you and adore you. We want you to come back. No one said, to be fair, this whole episode. Wow, and I'm, be fair, I think you said it earlier. Yeah, I know a little disappointed in us. So, uh, listeners, please do send us in like the top albums that really define you, please, that made you who you are today. Pick top, especially if nine? there's any that do you we want, nine mentioned. from them. If there's any that we've mentioned that resonate with you, we want to hear about it, and that like that, that will make us feel some more. Uh, solidarity with you listeners. Yep. I agree.
0: That's good to end on. Thank you for listening to the pod. Send it to your friends, your family, your your enemies, your coworkers. I'm going to leave you with a little tidbit right here. Those of you that listen this late into the pod. The other night I was hot tubbing at Kyle's house. Getting changed into my swimsuit. I turn around and see a chicken in his bathroom. I immediately screamed, why is there a chicken in there? Apparently it's sick. And that's what you do with sick chickens. You put it in a box in the bathroom. So I put my swimsuit on, turned over, pet the chicken, whatever. I go hot tub. Next day, I find out the chicken died. They're asking me, was it alive when you pet it? <laughs> Come to think of it, it was kind of leaned up against the box. I don't remember it blinking at me or making a lot of movement, but I mean, was it alive? If it wasn't, was the last thing this chicken saw my bare ass? It's a pretty funny story to think about. Quite the way for the chicken to go out. Hope you have a great rest of your day. (laughs) Bye!